0: Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. In the book of 2 Kings, chapter 4, you can read the story of a remarkable woman of faith. As often as the prophet Elisha would pass by, she would invite him in to eat with her and her husband. She even went so far as to petition her husband to build an upper room within their home for the man of God to lodge in when he passed, to which her husband graciously obliged. For all her faithful service and kindness to God's servant, the prophet, she was promised that in a year's time she would have a son, seeing as how she had no children. All that was spoken came to pass. But one day, when the child was still young, he fell ill in the field, overcome by the elements of laboring in the field with his father. The child died. The woman had been given a promise from God. Yet now her promise was dead in her arms. All hope seemingly stripped away. Yet when her servants asked what was wrong, She replied only, it is well. You see, though her promise was dead, as long as her faith in it was not, then all really was well. Instead of giving up, blaming God or anyone else, she drove as fast and as hard as she could to God for help. For who can steal from God and not be made to repay what was stolen? This promise was from God. Therefore, she trusted that even though it had died, as long as her faith in it had not, then God would resurrect it. And resurrect it, he did. Second Kings chapter 4 verse 35 tells us this, And he returned and walked into the house to and fro and went up, and stretched himself upon him, and the child sneezed seven times, and the child opened his eyes, and he called Gehazi, and said, Call the Shunammite woman, so he called her, and when she was come in unto him, he said, Take up thy son, he lives. My friend, do you need to hear this? Has your promise died? What has God promised you that you have held close to your heart for so long? Has it only become more impossible than when he first promised it? Has the hope for it ever coming to be as it was promised become utterly hopeless except but by faith? Good, because until it comes to this point, the point of utter death, of complete hopelessness, of being completed by natural means, by you, by anyone, or even any devil, will God then finally step in and do what only he can do. For only he has resurrection power, and by it does he prove that he is God and no other. You see, our God specializes in bringing dead things back to life. Therefore, we need to specialize in believing that. The truth is that your promise has to die before he can bring it to life in all of its glory and power. It has to die so that it can stop being your promise and be resurrected by his mighty hand and manifest as his promise. By this is he glorified and your faith secured. Many years after this woman's child of promise was resurrected, God sent another promise into the world. A promise of hope, deliverance, salvation, kingship, power, majesty, and might. That promise walked the streets of Jerusalem, healing the sick, giving sight to the blind, causing the lame to walk, the captive to be set free, preaching, teaching, and proclaiming the acceptable year of the Lord. Yet while he labored lovingly in his father's field, he was nailed to a cross, and the promise died. Luke chapter 24 verse 19 tells us this, And he said unto them, what things? And they said unto him concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And beside all this, today is the third day since these things. We're done. Yet again, all would seem lost, but for the limitless power of our God who specializes in bringing dead things back to life, full of resurrection power towards those who believe. Dead promises, dead hopes, dead relationships, dead ministries, dead situations. He can bring life to anything, even to you. Are you dead in sin? Believe that he can even bring life to you by the power of his Holy Spirit. The more impossible it seems, the more you can stand in faith that God is willing to do it, not just for you, but for the faith of others and for his glory. Romans chapter 8 verse 11 says, But if the same spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwelleth in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body by His Spirit that dwelleth in you." Is there anything he cannot do? If your promise has died, then stand in faith and praise God because it means that the promise is not just for you and that the faith of many will be affected by the impossible resurrection of that promise by God's own hand. Have faith and he will turn your mourning into dancing, my friend. What began as impossible through faith will end as the miracle that everyone around you has been needing to see to cause faith to arise in them. And this is your seed of faith planted, buried, left for dead yet waited on until it springs up in newness of life bears fruit and is multiplied in the hearts of others. You see If the woman had only received the promised child, it would have brought faith to her and blessed her only. But when the promise died and it became completely impossible, she then had to stand in impossible faith in her God of impossible power in the sight of others. It was then that God was able to move in impossible ways to resurrect that promise, not only bringing the promise back to life, but the faith of others with it. 1 John 12, verse 24 tells us this, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a corn of wheat fall to the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. So today we pray, Lord, do what you need to do. Lord, we're not going to give up on the things that we've heard from you, Lord. The promises that you have spoken, the things we have prayed for, the intercessions lifted up, the things we have envisioned in our heart, Lord, it's not too hard. You will finish what you started. Those loved ones that are lost, Lord, you're going to bring them into the kingdom. You're going to show yourself mighty in this coming season. Lord, revival, power. We all cry out for revival, but the world doesn't even understand what revival truly is. They think it's a party. They think it's entertainment. They think it's smoke and lights and lasers and stages. But it's not. Revival is when something dies and becomes impossible and then you bring it back to life. And the latter end of it is better than the farmer. So when we pray for revival and things get harder, let us do what the Shunammite woman did and keep declaring it is well. Because if he promised it, then he is able to perform it even if he's got to raise something from the dead to do it. Have faith in him, my friend, and praise him in your dark and difficult seasons. Don't give up and start trying to achieve it your own way. Don't run away. Stand in faith and pray and praise and And believe that he will do it and he will come through for you. Do you believe that he is God, that he cannot lie? Do you believe that he has unlimited, omnipotent resurrection power? Do you believe that he can achieve anything, even in what seems like the final hour? Do you believe what he has spoken in his word, that there is a mighty outpouring coming That those who know their God will do great exploits and that you might have a part in it. Because if you are listening to me now, then you were born for such a time as this. So the harder it gets, the more glorious your purpose. We don't put our faith in the structures of men. We put our faith in the God of creation and resurrection. And we do, as the Shunammite woman did, we run to him, to the upper room, where miracles begin. You see, God's plans and promises, they truly are his best for you, my friend. But they do come with a condition, a condition of faith. When we try to take matters into our own hands and make them happen, the devil loves to step in and throw counterfeits, complications, and compromise into our hands instead. But when we seek, pray, trust, wait, and obey in faith, then he brings his promises about himself in impossibly unexpected and supernatural ways. That's why the power of prayer is the power of the kingdom, it is the thing that proves his majesty. So believe as the scripture says that he truly is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him for they shall find him. But once they do, they must be fully persuaded that what he promises, he is able to do it. You don't have to make it happen. You just have to believe enough to endure through the trials and the temptations. Until he accomplishes it. Keep praising. Keep praying. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all of these things shall be added unto you. Fruits before gifts, my friend. if you're still waiting on a promise of God, then stop trying to take the promise by force. And start focusing on producing the fruits of his spirit. So that he can trust you with that gift. And then I assure you that he will. Give it what died by the works of the flesh can be resurrected by the power of God's Spirit. The scripture tells us that the letter brings death, but the Spirit brings life by faith and by grace. Do dead things come alive by truth and by the very hand of God does he pour out the impossible Upon and through his servants, know this that when all of your efforts have failed, or worse yet, maybe even have been the source of what killed your promises, does he then step in and say, Are you finished? Because that once we are, then we get to see the majesty of the impossible power of our risen Lord truly. Nothing is too hard for him, so don't give up. Start praying. Lord, forgive us when we have taken matters into our own hands, when we have lost faith or tried to steer the ship. Lord, forgive us when we have complained or murmured against your provisions. Forgive us, Lord, when we have spoken things that have poisoned our own vineyards. Forgive us of doubt, we cast it out, in the name of Jesus, and we give you praise and glory and adoration and thanksgiving for all your promises, or yes and amen, and we are fully persuaded that what you have spoken, you are able to accomplish it. Therefore, we will not fear the storm, the shaking, the trials, or the tribulations, because you are with us and for us. Therefore, what can be against us, you will equip us, for we were born for such a time as this. Let our lives declare your greatness. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.